not pause for some reason. Start recording, but it's recording now. Welcome, everybody, to We View Yasha and Other Tales. I'm Sean. I'm Lindsay. Uh, we're at episode 52, the second part of uh, well, what was the title of the last episode? Inuyasha Soul Devoured. Devoured. The Demon's True Nature is the title of this one. Uh, I went on a deep dive throughout this whole season because as we quickly approach the end of season two, I uh, have to get everything in mind for our top three and bottom three rating. Uh, I don't know if you experience this, but when your short-term memory goes into your long-term memory, there may be like information that didn't quite make it. And I think there's a third step in my brain where long-term memory goes into longer-term memory. So I forgot everything in this season. I forgot Sashomaru had a sword. I forgot the name of that sword. So I was like, oh yeah, Tokijin. I forgot. And did if, you forget Jinenji? I did not forget Jinenji. <laughs> I did not forget Moroku having the wind tunnel problem. But you know what I did forget? That in the season old? was the Kohaku uh, coming back to life. Mm. Yes, yes, if yes. you had told me that, I would have called you crazy. That No, that had to have been in season one. So, I'm dumb. <laughs> or the season's really just all over the place. <laughs> and the past six episodes are kind of a blur. So, anyway... The uh, the demon that has uh, captured them. Oh, oh! Here's the other thing. I don't think I list. I watched uh, the English dub for last week's. So I think I just forgot to. Okay. So I watched the English dub for this week. And Gatenmaru, his English voice was really terrible. And I had to look up that English voice actor before I made that statement, just in case he was like good in other things. <laughs> He's not, so it's fine. Okay. He's not good. Has this. he been in other things? Yeah. Have you seen? Mobile Suit Gundam Seed. Oh, no. Um, Dragon Ball Z. It's just mm. off the top of my head. It's not a lot. All these voice okay. actors have, like, huge filmographies, and he's just, like, ten things. Is this the only voice on Inuyasha? He's... Yes, of course. <laughs> and he's Canadian, like all these Canadians. Just come in and steal our jobs at voice acting <laughs> anime. Yeah, so Gatenmaru, he's bringing out the sake. It's like, we're just going to sit here. And uh, violate these ladies while Inuyasha and Moroku slowly die within my cocoon. Yeah, now you don't exactly see what he's doing. I thought perhaps his tongue comes out and like chokes the woman, but it maybe it went in her mouth and sucked out her essence from the inside out. I have I, no idea. Yeah, they don't really, you just see the tongue come out. You see her like kind of stiffen, and then so it's, and everyone looks like horrified. Yeah. So I thought, well, if he's choking her out with his tongue. Really, the Todu would be prince did more to the women, and this guy just kills him pretty quick. Out of fun, I don't know. Well, he, he mentioned like he was like just gonna feed on them or something. So I so oh, then maybe. I started thinking, oh, maybe he's not just you know strangling them. Maybe he's. I don't know, pulling out their souls or whatever. That I should have looked up does. the manga and found out if they went into more detail, like a five-page spread of just what he's doing while Inuyasha just <laughs> sits there and lets it happen. <laughs> well, he looks unhappy about it. <laughs> <laughs> he's not on board, but... <laughs> he keeps going, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and trying not to let loose. He should just let loose. I mean, so far, this demon side of him is not that bad. And I know it would have been, 
you know, super troublesome, too, because he's Moroku's trapped with him. If he demoned up while Moroku was stuck there and, you know, if he's just like in kill mode, I mean, he could have attacked Moroku, but they kind of separate them pretty quick. Yeah. So that wasn't even like a, oh, no, Moroku's in danger, not from the moth demon, but from Inuyasha. Yeah. Would have been kind of cool. It would have been cool and uh, probably might have made the scene make sense that like I, I'm trying not to they just have to stall until the ladies get there and then uh, yeah save I mean, everybody they sure took their sweet time <laughs> you know my very first note so I watched all of this without writing anything down oh wow go songo <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I don't know if they've used that animation of her doing that spin kick yeah before, that was but cool yeah she kicked some ass and just right, she just went right into it. They're like, "Oh no, we'll stop you!" And she's like, chow, 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 chow. "Yep, she's always down to like, I'm gonna kill." But um, Kagome doesn't fight too much. No, this. she doesn't just fire like, an arrow. Do you think it's because the creators don't want to show her killing humans? I mean, Sanka wasn't killing anyone. Yeah, she's, just... she's a warrior though. Like, it's okay if she beats up humans. Like Kagome's, I don't think she's ever really hurt a human throughout this whole show she's always like on the defense yeah even when the episode two when she got kidnapped by all those guys she was protecting them and they were gonna rip <laughs> off her skirt and everything <laughs> um yeah maybe maybe she leaves that to the others like she won't even like draw a weapon against yeah another human it's... even though there's that you might want to protect yourself from. That's what I'm saying. Hence these bandits. <laughs> yep. There are plenty of bad things in feudal Japan that you can... But either the creators think that will make her less sympathetic if she's just going after humans and killing people or uh, it's just like a, a, a writing limit they put on themselves. At least just drawn the bow and said like, stop or I'll shoot. Mm -hmm. Even if she didn't actually do anything. I don't know. Yeah, she just... Yeah, if there's humans involved... Or in half the time when there's demons involved, she just kind of... There's a jewel. Ah, uh, oh, come <laughs> on, <it>. Kagome. <laughs> she doesn't seem as... I don't know. She's kind of seems like she took a back seat in, like, the fighting in season two. Season one, I mean, she was spraying that toad with uh, hairspray and matches. Oh, yeah. And... She just seems more involved in the fights, and it's now she's just kind of, I don't know, hanging out with Shippo. She's like a babysitter. <laughs> yeah. In love with a guy who doesn't love her. Uh, yeah. She's just taking the, uh, the emotional weight and carrying it. You're right. I miss it. Maybe in season three she'll start kicking some ass again. I do see she, that she gets like a different set of clothes at one point. I don't know where I saw that image, but she's wearing something red. Unless that's Kikio. Hmm. Or maybe she's like Donna in uh, that 70s show. She changes her hair. Oh. <laughs> uh, except for the priestess outfit. And, I mean, she when she's in modern day, sometimes oh, right. she'll have like uh, clothes. But not, not very often. Okay. See, I liked in one of the early episodes when she had Kikio's robes on. Oh, she's gonna wear different clothes every once in a while, but so far it's just eh, yeah, schoolgirl. 
I know. I don't know why, of all the the clothes to wear to feudal Japan, her school uniform seems like the best bet. <laughs> we just have to assume that she goes straight from school to feudal Japan. No time to change, Mom. Bye. Hope I don't die. Yeah, so, like, the Gramps tries to get the sword and fails, of course. We knew that was happening. Yeah, well, he announced it. Take the sword and save us. <laughs> and he's, like, running right towards... I mean, like, he was going to really plow through those bandits. Like, they weren't going to... They were just going to let him go. Yeah. What's that old man doing? But, you know, props to him for for yeah. doing something and trying. There's a funny moment in the English dub where the guy who gets that sword taken, he goes, Hey, my sword. <laughs> he doesn't say my sword. They didn't have enough time to fit the whole word in there. <laughs> oh no, my sword. Yeah, they're about to kill the old man. The girls show up, start kicking some ass. Kagome picks up the sword and uh, takes her sweet ass time. And stands there and yeah. says, how am I going to get this? Same problem Gramps has. <laughs> yep. And that's when Inuyasha is unleashed and starts murdering every single thing around him. Which doesn't seem like a bad thing no. considering the situation they're in no uh, it's, the show's not making a very good case for oh no we got to keep his demon side uh, held in because the first time it happened he was able to say stay back kagome and simply knocking him down to the ground snapped him out of it mm-hmm. and in this case he's only going after the bandits and and then the other time they like whisked him away like as soon as he like demoned up um, Todosai with Sashomaru, Todosai was like, "Oh nope, not happening." Yep. And they like knock him out, carrying him away. So you don't really know how. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't even like in demon form for hardly any time at all that time. Yep. And I think they sat him again too, and that maybe knocked him out of that. Yeah. At that point. Yeah, she didn't even try that this time. She did not. I wanted to bring that up, <laughs> that she's just yelling Inuyasha while he's going around just murdering people. It's like, there's the binding word you could use. And they're like, oh no, Kagome's voice can't even reach Inuyasha. And I'm like, oh, it might. <laughs> could reach the sutra beads that are around his neck. Simple way to get past that is she tries it, and maybe he's like too strong, and he just... Ooh, that'd be awesome. Mm. If even the sit can't. Oh, that'd be cool. Yep. That would have been really cool. Well, in our fan fiction that we're going to (laughs) co-write, we'll put that there. So, Gaten Maru transforms into a giant moth thing that's also part bird? I don't know. He looks unfinished. And I guess (laughs) it's supposed to be because he's, like, a moth. But it looks like he's, like, torso, torso, and then it's like, boop. We're done. <laughs> it takes two hours normally. This is the quick transformation. And he does like a weird wind attack that doesn't work. And uh, tries to melt Inuyasha. And uh, then he's obliterated. With claws, yeah. <laughs> he's a bunch of pieces everywhere. And I hope it's worth it letting that one woman die. Just to... <laughs> it was one. As we'll see when we get when we get to that point. Oh, okay. That's right. Uh, we had the uh, Frankenstein moment at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. The villagers picked up their pitchforks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, well, we'll get to it. Okay. Um, yeah. So <laughs> there are like three bandits left who decide at this point to beg for mercy. And run. Or I no, think they more kneeled of them in, are running. Oh, they just yield. Okay. They kneeled in supplication. Like, please spare us. No, because then they would turn around 
you know, banded up with someone else. Oh, yeah. And they'd be ransacking another village again, and Miyashita would be like, that's why I don't do half measures. Yeah, he's seen uh, Saving Private Ryan. He knows you, you don't let the Nazi go because it'll shoot Tom Hanks at the end. English dub thing. Inuyasha knowing about modern quotes and such. Yeah. He says, you talking to me at one point. <laughs> so he's seen Taxi Driver <laughs> while he was in Kagome's room that one time. And he couldn't get out because there was a cover on her doorknob. <laughs> so I'll just put in this tape. And it's Taxi Driver. Yeah. So this movie's cool. Uh, where the hell was I? Oh, yeah. Okay. We get a quick cutaway to uh, 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 Jaken and Rin. <laughs> And they finally named the three-headed thing. Aoun. Aoun. Which I, I couldn't tell if she named him that or... Because Jaqen looked like Aoun. Yeah, maybe. I wonder what that means. Uh, 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 Jaqen just wants to tell the story of uh, his origins. He, I didn't listen well, to the story uh, either. Uh, I think Ren asks, like... Oh, because oh, Jaqen's all upset about being left behind He's so needy. thinks it's all Rin's fault right. since she's come along uh, so Shomer doesn't give him the attention he, he needs Jesus um, and he's like oh no he's gone off uh, to see if that tree was telling the truth about Inuyasha and then Rin is like oh is Inuyasha really such a bad guy and he goes let me tell you the story <laughs> of Inuyasha <laughs> <laughs> and she walks away. And then he's like, what are you doing? And she goes, this just seemed like a long story. <laughs> yeah, and as you got to the second season, it just seemed really all over the place, Jacken. Are you sure that's what happened? So I, I do love, I love that. Jacken and Rin are great, great dynamic. He's so jelly of her. Yeah. Well, his she's like horning in on his lover. I think is what we're supposed to grab from all that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, Kagome runs forward with the sword. Take the sword, Inuyasha. And he doesn't. He just wants to murder these bandit fellows. Yeah. And is this the point where he chases them down on horses? Yeah. Okay. And uh, then Sashomaru Sansamar shows up. Sashomaru! And everyone's like going, oh, shit. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's bad timing. <laughs> Sashomaru's got a weird sense of honor here, and now that he's super powerful with his new sword, which I relearned, his name's Tokijin, uh, <laughs> he can just hold it out, and Inuyasha, who's not thinking clearly, just bats the sword away, and a bunch of blood comes out of his arm. <laughs> well, the sword punch was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's so Inuyasha. <laughs> everything he does is badass. But of course he's about to die. And Sashomaru doesn't want to kill him because he's not himself. It's like a real saber-toothed Wolverine origins moment. <laughs> Nobody kills you but me, brother. <laughs> I did, yeah, that totally... Um, Sashomaru was totally just subduing him, and I think someone even comments, like, um, it's to stop Inuyasha from going running out of control. Yeah. Really. And he's just using the Oh, he's not himself. I'll kill him when he knows what what I'm doing. When he can actually feel it. Yeah, but I think that's... I don't know. I think the Shomaru might be softening a touch. Perhaps. 
having a new girlfriend has softened him a bit and being afraid of his little brother for the very first time in his life any number of things could be but I also don't buy the whole like I'm only gonna kill you on my terms kind of thing if you really hated your brother you'd just yeah do it yeah no fuss, that was no the muss. perfect opportunity. You could have just wiped him out, and then it'd be like, okay, over and done with. Yep. He didn't. So perhaps Sashomaru Sama is not such a bad guy after all. Nope. After they introduced him, it's like I didn't like him, and now they've introduced worse people. So it's like he's really not that bad by comparison. <laughs> <He's really not. laughs> he kills people who get in his way, and that's it. Yeah. He's got a lover named Jockin. <laughs> But we don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, this episode, that little Sashomaru moment, I could kind of see why the fangirls were like, Sashomaru! So I'm like, he looks super cool. Hmm. He was playing, he played it perfect. Yep. And he just lets all those people live. <laughs> I did kind of laugh when Moroku like stands in front of them. It's like, Moroku, no. I mean, what can you do? Yeah, I think Kagome starts tearing off first, running after him, and then, like, uh, later Moroku and Sanko, and I'm like, dude, Moroku better pass Kagome, because he can run as fast as Inuyasha, so there's yeah. no way Kagome should be beating Moroku to anything. No, I think he was like, oh, my ankle. You know, he's <laughs> running slower. <laughs> so he could whip out his wind tunnel. <laughs> and, uh, Sushomaru, does he go back? Or is that later? Uh, well, first he says, give him the sword back. It's fine. He can just have it. Oh, That's... yeah. If you want if you want to go back to normal, yep. give him the Saiga. And Kagome's like, oh. Ooh. But, I mean, it's not the same Tetsaiga anymore, so it, it makes sense to me that Shishomaru is just like, eh, I'm kind of over the sword. I have this better sword now. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah. I don't even visit my uh, father's fang that's stuck in the dragon anymore. <laughs> wonder what that thing is. <laughs> That it's still there anymore. <laughs> oh, shit. So Inuyasha wakes up and goes, huh, what did I do when I was drunk? I have vague memories of... <laughs> Blackout. <laughs> like, I called a girl named Margaret? I don't even know a Margaret. And feels, of course, super bad. Uh, personified, in this case, by the ungrateful women who say, stay away from him, he's a monster. That's what I, it's exactly what I wrote. Ungrateful women. I also wrote down ungrateful women. So clearly we have issues. He's like, like, you save my grandpa, you know? And they're like, stay away from him. He's a monster. I'm like, um, did you think he was a, who was the bigger monster? The guy who was like tongue strangling everybody or? Well, these women are traumatized. They don't know what's going on. I mean, yeah, all their men are dead, but Inuyasha didn't kill any of them. No. He killed all the bandits that were killing everyone else in the village. You know, if Inuyasha is so savvy about uh, modern uh, films, he should have quoted True Detective and said, the world needs bad men. We keep the other bad men at the door and then drop the mic and walk off. <laughs> Which one was that in? Uh, that was the first season. Oh, okay. With Woody. It's the first of the second episode. I think, oh, it might have been the third when they're on the way to the church that revival. Sense. Are you still annoyed with Rin? Not this episode. She was fine. She's cute, right? Because she was just like normal. I was like, oh, come on, Aun, let's go eat some grass. La la la. <laughs> so Shamaru comes back and she goes, 
He's like, were you good? Yeah. I was very like, oh, good. Yeah, Jack is like super depressed. <laughs> In the English dub, they've given her a more hoity-toity vocabulary, so she was, "Hey, he's got a touch of melancholy, my lord," or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I think I do remember that. Which is a little funny, like she's mimicking the way he speaks or something. But no, I was not annoyed with her. She seemed fine. Yeah, she is. She's good. She's cool. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Well, I was just shocked at first, and you're like, uh... <laughs> she's just annoying in that episode. I liked her as the quiet gal, so it was a shock to say, oh, she's talking a lot. I guess she's no longer traumatized. But this one, she's a normal little girl running around. Uh, who do you like more, Kagura or her? Oh, they're so different. I mean, Rin's like, you know, just cute little kid who loves to show Marusama. And Kagura's like the, you know, wicked stepmother. <laughs> she wants to stone cold blast Sashomaru. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay's not. I guess I'd watch that. Uh, well, I think we all would. I think it's safe to say everybody would. <laughs> Okay, but there's no contest between Rin and Shippo, though. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> um, shoot. You know, like if Rin, like, you know, grew up and decided that she was meant to be with Sashomaru, <laughs> I think I would pull for a Rin and Sashomaru over Rin and Kagura, because that really kind of seems like a one-night stand kind of yes. thing. It doesn't seem like it's a long-term thing, or Rin and Sashomaru, I think. I think it would be that moment in the movie where they sleep together and then realize that they're bad for each other and try to murder one another. <laughs> so Shamari would win, I think. Oh, sure. Well, he has to get with Rin later, and then he realizes <laughs> that she's the one that he wants ooh-hoo-hoo. Oh, Inuyasha is doubting his plan of becoming a full demon. Yeah, it looks like he's fishing in that lake. Uh, oh, first, I guess Moroku and Sango uh, have their little moment. Yeah, and Sango and, is doubles down on we're going to be there for him like he's there for me. Yeah, which actually made me really like Sango. Because yeah. I know Moroku's like, huh, I'm going to be out of here before that. You guys are going to die, but I'm going to be gone. And then when Sango's just like, oh, okay, I'm going to stand next to him. He's been there for me. And then Baroku thinks to himself, well, if this hottie's going to stay here, I'd better stay here as well. <laughs> I haven't gotten anywhere with her. I should at least do that before I leave. Uh, and Inuyasha, suffering from some Lady Macbeth syndrome, can't get the scent off his hands of all the people he killed. Even though they were bad, he seems to be troubled by it. So he wants to be powerful. Is it just that he wants to rule and not kill people if it comes to it see i think he's imagining that he's gonna be a demon and just be the same still be himself be ah. in in check keep aware of all of his senses and stuff and have you know control um and i think this kind of opened his eyes where he's like dang i blacked out and murdered a lot of people i don't even remember doing that and is that what it's going to be like if I go full demon? Because uh, he doesn't like that. Yeah, and him being ashamed causes him to yell at Kagome. Uh, you don't have to sit if you don't want to. You don't have to force yourself. Yes, yep. Yeah, he really blew his top. Because she's just like, 
she's just being there for him. Yeah. She's not... I know she's not trying to be judgy. She is trying to be there in whatever capacity Inuyasha needs from her at that moment, and that annoys him. Yeah. But she calms him down by embracing him, which oh was super gosh. sweet. Yes, I said aww with a heart. Yeah. Because he puts his hand on her hand. Yes. Like, he appreciates and it. she's just like, I get it. <laughs> Whatever. I'm I get here. it, sweetie. Super sweet. I think that's where it ended. Yeah, pretty much. So show now show. <laughs> Imagine. Do, do, do. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> if you will. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's hear this. <laughs> Imagine watching Inuyasha on Cartoon Network once a week mm-hmm. from the beginning. Oh, I'm there. Tsunami. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get to this episode, mm-hmm. and they tease you. You know, next episode, it's uh, you know what father's great enemy Ryukotse. Oh. And you're like, oh, there's a dragon. I saw a dragon. It's gonna be cool. And next week you turn in, all of a sudden it's it's the original theme song. Oh no. And we've gone back to the very beginning. Yeah. <laughs> the girl who overcame time. And the boy and who was go, just overcome. Huh. Okay. And then you go through that whole Inuyasha loop again. And you get to this episode and you're like, okay, you've had like a year. We're going to get some new episodes. And you tune in next week. And you're back to the beginning. <laughs> that was my life. Infuriating. <laughs> yeah. And then I, then I started only tuning in for like my favorite episodes, which is why I'm more familiar some than others yeah how'd you get the information that was like finally they started advertising oh it. great they they started doing commercials like hey you ready for new Inuyasha episodes we've got another season and it was like amazing now affections touching across time or whatever had to have been out at this point right probably overseas and then not maybe because okay. I don't remember seeing it till I might have even been watching them in Japanese before I even got to the movies. I understand. Yeah, I only got a little taste of that with Dragon Ball Z. I can't remember where the second batch of dubbed started, uh, <laughs> but it was like the beginning of the Frieza arc, and they managed to get through all of that, and then it ends with uh, Gohan falling down a cliff or something, which is like a nice ending. There's no cliffhanger there, and then they start all over until they introduce trunks and all that nonsense uh i understand people's being infuriated especially if they i think in that case they had to change a couple of the english voice actors as well so krillin is different they don't do that in this show i think doesn't the main cast pretty much stay the same throughout? i think so yeah that's good i think so i can't think of anyone off the top but then kind of stopped watching it in uh, English once I got my Japanese best. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, since you have to record Super S later today, we're going to do a surprise Reddit recap because we're at the end of the third disc. be really fast because I've been mentioning uh, absolutely everything so far. Um, a lot of people don't like Koga. 
I found that out. Really? Uh, yeah. That surprises me. Bringing up the thing that I always bring up, that he killed an entire village. And Lindsay's rolling. Did <laughs> he did not kill anybody in that. <laughs> he killed an entire village of bandits. Oh, right. <laughs> of horrific people. Well, these people in the village were just mean to a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, child abuse. Well, yeah, okay. They're trying I mean, to starve her. They beat her. And it probably was, like, systemic. Uh, sexism going on rampant systemic sexism in that village so it's fine koga uh yeah and um let's see uh, that was just one kid we didn't see others oh oh they've eat, they eat children in yes. that village yes <laughs> koga did us a favor yes <laughs> so the man who fell in love with kagome a uh, po buddy our old friend is also not a fan of Koga, but on the grounds that he's not very heroic, that he doesn't like that he retreats a lot and uh, feels that Kagome is the bad guy in this situation for showing him so much affection when he doesn't deserve it. Well, I wouldn't call him cowardly. It's a strategic but I would say he, withdrawal. Yes, he's cunning. It's like uh, Winston Churchill in Dunkirk. Yeah, pull all the troops back for the next battle. Koga is smart enough to not bite off more than he can chew. Also in that episode, I recall he uh, wanted to fight Inuyasha, even though he was... He was, yeah, he was like, all right, hang on, yeah. let's go, I'm Because gonna... he can't retreat, so he's like, oh, better fight then. <laughs> and I don't feel like Kagome was being like, overly affectionate really it was just she was trying to stop them from fighting she didn't want to see either one of them i believe pobody took issue with uh her cradling him in her arms i think he's a strong uh inihasha kagome shipper (laughs) so i get it but i was like you know shippo's drawings were a little more suggestive of what happened than what actually happened yeah especially that page that was like everybody nude i didn't know what shippo was thinking there Oh, wait, that's just in my head canon. <laughs> so Kaijimbo, Kaijimbo's evil sword. Um, somebody brings up the timeline trouble of uh, Sango and Moroku haven't seen the black-haired Inuyasha yet, even oh, though they've yeah. been adventuring this whole time. So has it been a month, or has he just been hiding and keeping it from them this whole time? Because he wasn't even trying. He was just sitting around the campfire like, all right... <laughs> We also have to remember that only 10 days have passed since that second Koga fight. Somehow, I don't <laughs> buy that for a goddamn second. Should really take a deep dive uh, on that. Oh, and uh, Kohaku's Lost Memory, uh, the two-parter. No comments whatsoever. So let's not spend any time on that. So I mentioned earlier I went into a deep dive and uh, relearned everything that's happened in this season. Because I wanted to get a uh, definitive count on the demon pelts that Naraku ah! has been destroyed. What number did I say last time? It was some ridiculously low it number. It was low, wasn't it? Like five? Or it something? sounds like I said five. It's not five. Do you want to wager a guess again? Because what wasn't I at like fifteen? Yeah, you were like thirteen. Okay, so at this point, I'm gonna say we're up to sixteen. <laughs> oh my god. No, not that much. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I got the episodes where they happen in. Okay. Go home to your own time, Kagome. <laughs> Go home to your own time, Kagome is Sashomaru. Oh, destroying the pelt. Oh, right, right, right. Naraku's true identity is the showdown in the forest where he right. swipes it off. Okay. 
uh, Naraku's Insidious Plot. That's the uh, um, Sango Kohaku one. Where Kagome shoots the arrow at him. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm so- God damn, I keep doing this. Uh, t- that's Tetsuga is stolen, actually. Showdown at Naraku's Castle. Okay. Uh, this is only season two? Because <sighs> in season one, you know, when Sango and Inuyasha were fighting and then he runs away and turns into a tree, that pelt's gone too. Yeah. Uh, Naraku's insidious plot. That's that. That was That's that, one. that one. Okay. I'm, I am so fucking this up. So many insidious plots. I know. And, and evil plans, and it's hard to keep straight. <laughs> so let me go back to that. <laughs> God damn it. Go okay. Ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Naraku's insidious plot is the one with Sango, um, and they fight the tree thing. And we're only counting the pelts that are damaged. We're assuming that he reuses them. He has a closet full of pelts that he just takes another one. Okay, so only once they're unusable does he take the next one. Right. Okay. So Tetsuga is stolen <laughs> is the one at the castle where he gets shot with an arrow. Okay, Kaboom. okay. Uh, Kikyo Niniyasha into the, az- the miasma. This one is a question mark? I'm trying to remember why I put that as a question mark. Isn't he only like half wearing it? Yeah, he's half wearing... Oh, wait, okay. Yeah, because he gets a new body... And he's wearing it, but then when he gets the new body, he's completely nude. And then he has another one when he's flying away with Kikyo in his arms. Yeah, but it's only like around his waist. Yeah, isn't he's it? Kylo Renning. <laughs> you can say it. I know you don't want to. Oh, we've turned it to a verb. <laughs> yeah, we have. I have certainly. Because uh, it's the one that he had on isn't around him, and it's just gone. So he somehow he generated conjure. a new. Yeah, he can generate them naturally. <laughs> he has so many powers. So, <clears throat> Kikyo, captured by Naraku, I believe oh. she chops his head off in that yes. one. Okay. So, uh, the deadly trap of Kagura, the wind sorceress. Oh, it was the tree one again, right? Yeah, the tree one. That's right. In the castle that Sango and Moroku fight. Mm-hmm. So, there's Juromaru and Kagaromaru. Where, uh, He's pulling the carnival cart <laughs> yeah and once he unleashes Jiromaru gets sliced and then of course in the next episode another demon pelt gets or another baboon pelt gets uh, destroyed if we include all the ones up to this point it's eight and the yes. next episode makes nine, nine. Huh. <laughs> if you want to do your own research <laughs> otherwise I'm willing to let this shit go and just never <laughs> think about it again Especially with how I was getting confused at all these, just recounting them. Well, I think I was counting every time he was in a, a pelt. I was assuming if it was a, a different day, it was a new pelt. Oh, really? Yeah. He's that fastidious that he just needs so. them to be pristine? I think so. Ah. I, I see him as... Oh, yeah. Well, then we're up to like 37 or something. Cause he's like... Doesn't... Doesn't Kagura get him one time? No, he was he was wearing his... Kagi Waki robes yeah. that time where she sliced off to see his back yeah okay that wasn't a that wasn't a pelt yep okay so <laughs> i think we're okay with nine so far <laughs> if i if i recall i think eventually he phases those out <laughs> oh really what am i gonna do then what am i gonna count arbitrarily because <laughs> i mean at first that's all you ever saw him in yeah but i like that better. and now it's Seems to only be demon puppets. Yeah. Okay. So the last thing 
uh, not tied to any real episode. There's a username KB on Reddit who asked, "Is Kikyo likable?" In my opinion, no. He says, "They say." I want to know your opinion. I've grown up with the series. I've seen it over and over. Convince me otherwise. So cue a bunch of defenders of Kikio. So you're fine. You're in good company. Okay. Oh. Uh, got a couple of people on here who are like, I didn't like her at first. Now I do. Uh, I find her personality dull, but I like the drama she brings to the series. So you got a whole spectrum of people who are like, Kikio's fine. So that was this episode. All right, Lindsay. Well, what hmm. do you think? Is Kikyo likable? Yeah, I think I mentioned that. That uh, Tetsaiga breaks and Onigumo's heart still beats within Naraku mm -hmm. made me like her a whole lot. Okay. Especially Tetsaiga breaks. I liked that meeting in the woods where he hobbles towards her. Okay. So, I like her. In fact, didn't I mention... Well, let's discuss it real quick, then. Didn't I mention that I'd be fine if they ended up together? Oh, maybe. Just in case I didn't, yeah. Um, it's the opening credits, because they show Kagome having these adventures and then going home at the end. So this whole thing of her being like, I'm in love with Inuyasha, I don't need that to be returned, I'll just be there for him for as long as he needs me. I was then uh, cool with the idea that her task in the show is to have these experiences and then save him, which in turn could save Kikyo. And then the two of them can be together. And then she would go home and find a nice boy. <laughs> Hojo. <laughs> not Hojo. Hojo's not her type. Everyone's pushing her towards Hojo. She needs to find a descendant of uh, Kikyo and Inuyasha, who's kind of like, he rides a motorcycle and... Uh, has a perverted friend who has, has like a, just a birthmark on his hand. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> well, there's more fan fiction we can write. The true end of the show. The final, final act. But I don't think the show's headed in that direction, really. I think it's too set up to really... We're waiting for these two to get together. Oh, okay. Nice poker face. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening, <laughs> listeners. Uh, we're going to record the next episode super fast so I can get the hell out of here. Uh, have a good day, Lindsay. Wish our listeners well.